0: Hello and welcome to Pairing, a podcast where we pair wine with art and pop culture. I am your host, Emma Shurjarku, and in this penultimate episode of Pairing before our hiatus, Winston and I nerd out about our most recent obsession, Critical Role. In case you don't know, Critical Role is a Dungeons & Dragons stream, also released as a podcast, where a bunch of extremely talented and charming voice actors play D&D. So, like, totally our thing. We came into it through the animated series that they just released, The Legend of Vox Machina, so we are relatively late to the party. There are basically no big spoilers in this one, so if you haven't consumed any critical role media, you should be totally fine to listen. We are only covering The Legend of Vox Machina series and part of Campaign 2, The Mighty Nine, so don't spoil things for us either. Thank you so much to all our patrons, and especially our producer-level patrons. Emma Cohen, Rena Sarame, Zoo Yorker, Rebecca Joy, Henrietta White, Rachel Berman, Yara Levy, and Michael Beck, all of whom I would sit around a table and play D and D with, will make Winston DM. For those of you who are patrons, because we're about to go on hiatus, the last time you will be charged at your current level is August. I will keep the Patreon active because when and if we start up again, that will make things so much easier rather than deleting the Patreon and starting all over. I've heard horror stories about having to do that from other creators. Um, But there will probably be only one or two low-level pledges available after August. There will also be one last live stream for patrons. I'm really sorry about the delay in scheduling that. Winston and I had some changes occur in our schedule, but this will likely happen in August after episode 100 comes out. Hopefully that will come out in the next week or so. If you'd like access to that live stream and a bunch of other extra content, come check us out at patreon.com slash Alternatively, If you like me and want to keep supporting me once pairing goes on hiatus, I do have a personal Patreon at Patreon.com slash Emma I post updates and sneak peeks of my voice acting, gaming, and other projects on there, and we'll hopefully have a lot of fun stuff to share soon. I tease a couple things in this episode. Um, but yeah, it can be tough out there for us actors. The work isn't consistent. Um, and so your support is immensely appreciated. I will have a lot more to say next episode. Whew, I'm already getting emotional. But for now, Without further ado, here is episode 99, Critical Role. Hello! We're back. <laughs> I just had a minor panic attack because something went wonky with Adobe Audition, but uh, here we are. We've returned, and uh, hopefully it's gonna sound okay. Hey, Winston. Oh, it's me
1: from before. Hello,
0: and we're here for the penultimate time, potentially. No.
1: At least for a while. Oh no. Oh no. Is that?
0: It's very sad. It is very sad. But uh, so we decided, you know, for these last few episodes, let's just talk about the things that we love right now as much as possible. And so I was thinking about a whole lot of different ideas. There's so many, so many episodes I could still do and may still do. But one of the primary pieces of media that we have been consuming these past many moons Mm -hmm. is... Critical
1: Role. Critical Role.
0: I just did my best Matt Mercer impression of how he does the thing with the
1: Oh, the, oh, the, the eyebrow. eyebrows. Mm. I, but I did
0: it very badly. I'm glad that neither you were looking at me and that no one can see me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so okay. So here is a little, a little background information or just a little insight.
1: Previously on... Us watching Critical Role. <laughs>
0: yeah. Okay. So basically we uh how we got into Critical Role, I don't know, have you guys heard of Critical Role?
1: Yeah, it's this new thing.
0: Yeah. Is so we watched The Legend of Vox Machina. I was like sort of semi familiar with Critical Role mostly but more through my like voice acting connections because they're all voice actors. Yeah. Um, and I so mean,
1: I knew of its existence in the way that I know fondue is a thing that exists. Have that you never had fondue? Eaten. No, never. You've
0: never had fondue? No.
1: Though I have had melted cheese on things. So it's I very feel similar. Like that's half yeah, the yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To know. be fair, I think I've only had fondue like once or twice. I remember ha- having it once in particular at somebody's house yeah, but, I think
1: they hit a real slump after the nacho was invented
0: yeah yeah I mean <laughs> who needs more than nachos but so so we hadn't like watched or listened to any critical role content um, until The Legend of Vox Machina came out the animated series right. um, came out on Amazon Prime back in like December Yeah, I I wanna say less
1: than a year ago. It was definitely less
0: than less. It was definitely less It was definitely (laughs) less It was definitely (laughs) definitely less than a year ago. And uh and we got super into it. So then I was like, well what if we go back and watch Critical Role, like like the the campaigns themselves. We started trying to watch campaign one, which is Vox Machina. Mm -hmm. Quickly decided because they're you know production value has since gone way way up. Uh we decided to skip forward to campaign 2. So we are in the Mighty 9.
1: The Mighty 9. And
0: and just for just for reference, um we have been watching it since, you know, around wh- whenever we watched Vox Machina, so either around December or January. And we are 50, almost 50 episodes in.
1: Right. And, so, there's,
0: and there's like 170 100 or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So uh, we've still got a ways to go. Um, I'm going to try to avoid spoilers as much as possible for, um, for mm-hmm. these things in case you folks haven't. Because I, this is, I would say of the things, I mean, I think pairing listeners are probably familiar with. With crit- more likely to be familiar with this kind of content than other listeners, because you're awesome. But it is one of the more kind of obscure things yeah. that we're talking about.
1: And and I guess, but even in, in its obscurity, it's still kind of one of the OG of its genre of... of- podcast and or web-based media, right? Absolutely. Like, like there's that a, and Ma- Welcome to the Magic Tavern or something. Is Welcome to
0: the Magic Tavern is slightly different, but yes. But since Critical Role, there's just been an explosion of D&D content. So, um, and I don't actually know what came first, but I think Critical Role was one of the first and definitely one of the, like, best production values. Um, but there's also... Um, there's a whole, there's a whole ton. There's and you know for podcasts, there's like the Adventure Zone, um, Dungeons and Daddies, which is mm-hmm. edited by our good friend Esther Ellis. There's, join the party, join the party yeah. and and just friend it, of the pod. Eric yeah, Schiller. yeah, and um, and and the rest of them as well. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> Amanda all... McLaughlin, Julie Shafini, and Brandon Grugel, who has literally been my savior these past few months. Um, Hi, Brandon. Hey Brandon. So yeah, so there's a whole whole bunch of content. And it's possible that I may be involved in a D and D related thing once pairing is over. No, no promises. Anyway, hmm? um, what? I don't know. I don't know what just happened. So let's talk about
1: Critical Role. Critical Role, where a bunch of nerdy ass voice actors get together and play D and D. That's the slogan. That's it. That's, that's the tagline. It's a tag. Lin- tagline. Yeah. I don't know the lingo.
0: Yeah, I think. I think. I wouldn't say it's a slogan. But yeah. So, I've um made a little sheet here which you can look at mm, so you can cheat. Um so um I've made some pairings for the Mighty 9, which okay. is which is uh the second campaign. But maybe let's start with Vox Machina with the knowledge that we have only watched the animated series right we have not
1: the first campaign is similarly gargantuan
0: yeah um and i keep saying why don't we pause here in in campaign two and let's start campaign three so that we can catch up and watch it live
1: i'm like can you catch up (laughs) i think you can because they're only four and a half hours but
0: they're only like I think, 20 or so episodes into Campaign 3. Okay. So we could conceivably catch up.
1: Just a hop, skipping a 200 hours of content. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: So... Um. <laughs> also, I was just walking around the wine store that I work at the other day and just like taking pictures of vaguely wines that I thought could be D and D related on oh, some nice. level. So I'll share some of those. Um, I've talked about dragon wines before. We've talked about that in the D and D episode with Eric Silver. But so, uh, there's one in particular, and this relates back to because everything in my life is about Witcher. Um, there's a an Albarino, which is a Spanish white wine called. Mm. Called Dandelion, oh. um, which obviously would be a wine for a bard because Dandelion is a bard, um, and I think it's also a great wine for Scanlan. Okay, Scanlan, rise,
1: as he says in one.
0: Yes, played by uh, scene. Sam Regal.
1: Sam Riegel,
0: who is absurd <laughs> and yeah. delightful, super funny. Yeah, and he's
1: a he's a halfling bard. Or he's he's a, a gnome. He's a gnome bard, bard,
0: I believe, which I love.
1: And I think our introduction to the character in the animated series is him having a bunch of sex with prostitutes. Yeah, just yeah. a whole lot of prostitutes. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah, and that and that's kind of what partially sold me on the show because I was like, is "This going to be just another like fantasy animated series." <laughs> and then you get the the animated I, butt. Yeah, of a you gnome got the yeah, yeah. And I was
1: patronizing like, sex worker.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Doing... You know, keeping
1: the money in the community. Exactly. Where it belongs.
0: <laughs> exactly. Which is also a very dandelion thing to do. Yeah. Uh, dandelion. The bard. Bards. Bards. It's a
1: good thing they didn't have syphilis back then.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Fantasy syphilis.
1: <laughs> dragon pox. Yeah.
0: Dragon pox.
1: <laughs> oh wait, that's from the the bad place. Um, oh. Oh no. Anyway, whatever.
0: Okay. Um but yes, Albariño I think is a good one for Scanlin.
1: Okay. It's Why? It's
0: fresh. It's uh salty. Salty. Uh, yeah, salinity is one of the tasting notes of Albariño because oh. it's uh, one of those coastal grapes. Oh, yeah, 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 okay. Um it's, I you can know, it. a good pairing with oysters and stuff like that. Yeah. So, I feel like that feels right for
1: for Scanlan. Yeah, a little yeah. sweet, a
0: little salty. And
1: he likes the finer things.
0: I think so. Well, I yeah. don't know. Well, for sure. Yeah. I don't know enough about Scanlan yet.
1: Yeah, maybe I'm thinking of Dandelion.
0: Dandelion definitely does like the finer things, though he will tough it out with Geralt in a like haystack. Sure. You know, if he has to. Very, yeah. very loyal, true friend, Dandelion. Okay. Um. Okay, so then next, Percy DiRolo has okay. to be Barolo.
1: Oh, because of the name. Because
0: of the name, but also it's appropriate because okay. he comes from like a noble house. Right. So like whatever the the equivalent of Barolo is in this world, that family would definitely drink and he you know cuz he's sort of obnoxious. Um I I've, I've come around on the character and I'm excited to see what happens now that we've gotten past the like Yeah. haunted gun Storyline, which is cool, and I bet was fucking amazing in to yeah. watch in the campaign itself.
1: What what caught me about the character was that the character Percy seems very in in terms of the way it's drawn, the way Tallison Jaffe, who's the actor, who plays and plays him. It all sort of reminds me of Helsing, which is yeah. this anime. At, you know, down to the part of where like his glasses are often shown as like a reflective surface. You yeah. Know, it's just like his glasses in the dark. Yeah, no, know, definitely. Which is a thing with one of the characters in Van Helsing, or in Helsing, looks almost exactly like Percy. He's yeah. This immortal priest character. Mm. And he has that same like. You know spectacles that turn in. Uh, they do the same thing in in the original Sin City movie. Yeah, it's very Elijah, Elijah Wood character. Yeah, I mm-hmm. yeah. was just
0: talking about him in that. And role. it's a vampire
1: show, Helsing. Yeah. Oh
0: yeah, makes sense. And they sense. deal with
1: vampires in this campaign.
0: Yeah, they do indeed. Yeah. Um. Ooh, gotta. I mean. We've talked about vampires enough.
1: Yeah, <laughs> vampires have gotten plenty horror. of play. They have gotten plenty Perry.
0: of which. It's all about I will, sex.
1: We get it. Come on.
0: I will never not plug our uh, our Dracula episode because it's it is still really one of my favorite episodes that we've done. Yeah, at least of the ones that you and I have recorded together.
1: Yeah, so go listen to that. Go listen we'll... to
0: that. Um, and you're back. And you're back. Welcome. Uh, who's got some Valpolicella in hand now? Okay, so um, so then there's Vixalia and Vaxeldan, the twins.
1: Who are the elves?
0: Yes, they're half elves, I believe. Half elves. So the
1: the sexiest kind of elf. Exactly.
0: <laughs> I saw something. I saw a tweet recently that was like a half elf, mm. a, uh, a, a half dwarf, a half orc, a half something else, like all get together and are like, man, humans are sluts. <laughs> yeah, it's accurate, true. accurate. Um, but so but so Vexalia voiced by Laura Bailey and uh, Vaxeldan voiced by Liam O'Brien. Vexalia is a ranger. And oh, I guess we should say Percy. Percy is technically a fighter, he's but a he's
1: fighter, but he's a gun. He's a gunslinger, yeah, or it's like something a subclass. Yeah, right?
0: it's like a, a what do they call them, Homebrew content, or you know, yeah. I mean, there's a bunch of like Wizards of the Coast D and D like you know official content that came from Critical Role, so mm-hmm. it's possible that this is something that Matt Mercer and or and Jaffe like. Developed. I'm not 100% sure. It yeah. could be something that existed before. I don't I don't know enough about d and I'm sure many of you listening know you can tell me all you want. Yeah,
1: exactly. I mean, um, you know, I, I assume there are many people who know a lot better than I do, but it seems to me from the outside looking in, like, with Fifth Edition and D&D Beyond,
0: which mm-hmm. is, you
1: know, one of the main sponsors of Critical Role, that they – there's like a, a sort of a feedback loop between – Supporting modified content like mm-hmm, mods mm-hmm. to the game and races and stuff, and mm-hmm. then those kind of becoming part of the canon yeah. and inspiring yet more. Exactly. So it's like a, a virtuous cycle of it, new stuff.
0: It is. It is. Yeah. Um And he's
1: a human, right? Percy's just a Yeah, Percy's just a, old, just a regular old human.
0: human. How
1: boring. <laughs> right.
0: Who would who would want to be a human? I don't get it. But, no, I mean, yeah. I actually, their stats are, they're, Yeah, they get, you get some good stuff. They always, but...
1: in fantasy, it seems like the human race is always, like, the little bit of everything. Yeah. People. Yeah, definitely. Like, they don't get any cool, like, infrared vision powers, but they get, like, boosts to, what, charisma. I know in um, the Elder Scrolls games, which are, you know, very heavily derivative of D&D, mm mm-hmm. The humans or, or the imperials, um, one kind of they're like, yeah, diplomat, trade, everything yeah. comes easier to them. Whereas like some of the other races, and I think this is true of D anD, d two, encounter like prejudice. Like some of the races, mm-hmm. just you know, you being there like scares people. Yeah, makes them hostile. Yeah,
0: and, for sure. Um, for I, sure. I
1: think that's a game to game thing. But yeah, yeah definitely.
0: Um, absolutely so yes uh vexalia is a ranger and voxeldon is a rogue mm-hmm. which just watching d and d like watching you know because not is a rogue in right rogues are op man is Ro- what it yeah. feels like they
1: Ro- rogues are very fun
0: I've never really like been particularly inclined to play a rogue but i, I i'm coming around'm coming around to it Um, so, uh, for Vixali and Vaxildan I was thinking, you know, what are two grapes that sound sort of similar? Okay. And I came up with Assyrtico and ioritico. Okay. Which are two Greek Greek grapes. Two Ah, Greek grapes.
1: Two two Greek grapes.
0: Two Greek grapes. I'm a professional voice actor. Two Greek grapes
1: Um, gabbed. I can't do it. Garishly. Yeah, there you go.
0: Nice. <laughs> we got there. It was right there. So uh, Assyritico is one of our favorite white wines. Um, it's delicious. Um, it shares some similarities to Chardonnay. And Ayoritico is a red grape that's a little bit deeper, a little darker. Um, got, got some similarities to like... I want to say Syrah. I honestly haven't had an Ayuridico in a long time. Hmm. Um,
1: yeah, I've never even heard of it before. Just now.
0: Yeah, it's possible that we haven't talked about it very much. But I I like those for the two of them because okay. a Siridico is it, it's like got soft, supple f- fruit to it, hmm. and Laura Bailey plays Vexalia as a very kind of you know she goes into her lower register and right. is.
1: You puts know, on a little little British accent. Yeah,
0: but it's got some acidity to it. It's got some brightness, uh, and I think that's yeah. That's that's you know she's got her sharpness as well. Yeah,
1: and they're the kind of the two leaders, I guess. Yeah, of the group, it seems you like she
0: is like the leader,
1: or at least she and... has the kind of like Leonardo from Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. personality. Yeah, or, you for know, sure, for sure. Or like, let's get back on track. Mm-hmm. You know. Um,
0: yeah, definitely.
1: Which is hilarious because, and it shows off how talented they all are. How, oh my god! How extraordinarily different the characters are. Um, yeah. From campaign one to campaign two.
0: Yeah. No. And I love it
1: because Laura Bailey's Jester. I mean, we will talk we'll about jester. To jester. We're gonna. We'll, we'll uh, get to Jester. Couldn't they? Couldn't be more different.
0: They couldn't be more different in
1: personality
0: and 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 actual voice. Sound. Yeah. Like
1: I ha- would. If I did not know, I would not guess. Yeah, that, that I was. I was absolutely. like, Oh, surely it's yeah. the other actor who plays M- Keyleth. Right, Marisha. Jessica. Marisha. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Marisha Ray. Marisha
0: Ray. Yeah. Um, but that uh, could be wrong. which, speaking of. Mm. Let's talk about Caleb.
1: Yeah, let's talk about key Who um, much much maligned? Yeah, by apparently much trolls. maligned.
0: By the time we got into it, I think there was just there was more love for her. Yeah, either because of the show and or because of uh, her character in. Campaign too again very right. different but I guess a lot of people found her like annoying or something like
1: cloying or yeah or but weak she's or but she's
0: so cute she's so I adorable. love Caleb
1: yeah and I like I don't know yeah it felt like we came in on the uh, on the the downward slope of the Guy Fieri cycle where the internet <laughs> first reviles someone to high heaven and then completely rehabilitates them yes you know yeah. if you've ever been a famous actress you've probably are intimately familiar <laughs> yeah, yeah. with this cycle since there can be only one famous actress at there, a time. It's
0: true. We can we can only like one yeah. at a time.
1: Yeah. If Anne Hathaway's in, J Law has to be out. Yeah. You know, and vice versa.
0: Yep. Keyleth is one that I, I wasn't I a hundred percent on the pairing that I have for her. Mm. This is a wine that we just got into the store, and here I took a picture, so I'll show you Winston and maybe I'll
1: She's a wood elf, right?
0: She is. She's a wood elf. She might also be half elf. I'm not 100% sure but she's a druid. And um right. And you know me. I mean, I haven't played a ton of D&D in my life, but I've played a druid twice. Um I love druids. So
1: <laughs> Would you like to be able to turn into a bear whenever you like? Fuck yes. Then druid is for you. Um
0: I, in our campaign that you were DMing, I played a I think a half elf. I think she was a half elf druid. Sexiest elf. Sexiest elf, um named Juniper Ponderosa. -hmm. Um, I was very proud of that. (laughs) Uh, So uh, this this wine is called Laberinto.
1: Laberinto.
0: Laberinto, and it's got a cool like little uh, labyrinthy design on there,
1: almost Celtic looking kind of. Yeah,
0: it's actually um, actually that's a good one for Pan's Labyrinth, Ah, which uh, is also an episode that we did with uh, Eli Barraza. So go listen to that one. But I don't know. It's a Sauvignon Blanc. Um, from Chile, I'm going to be talking a lot about Chilean wine. I've been really into Chilean wine recently.
1: Oh, dig it.
0: Yeah. I'm not 100% sure how I feel about that one. I think more a New Zealand Sauvignon Blanc, if anything, hmm. for Keyleth, because it's kind of grassy, like grassiness, Ooh, or like a French Sauvignon Blanc, like a Sancerre, because hmm. grassiness is often a... As opposed a, a... to the
1: tasting note of dirt, as in yes. earth. Yes.
0: Yes, which is also a tasting note. Right. So you could go with like a dirty, earthy cab franc for Keyleth. Yeah. I think she's got both sides to her. Yeah,
1: because as a character, she's 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 very much she's like the heart of the group. I would say. She's, yeah. She's the Michelangelo. Yeah. <laughs> We're sticking with the teenage st- nin- ninja yeah, turtles. I like so. it.
0: I like it. <laughs> yeah. Um, she's yeah. she's kind of the Spider Man.
1: Yeah, of, there of you the go. Group, I think. Spider-Man, Miss Marvel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. By the way, I saw this is a little bit of a uh, tangent, but I did see a great thing on Twitter today where someone posted like, I really don't get this whole it wasn't aimed at me thing that people are saying about Miss Marvel. It's a story about someone dealing with superpowers in high school at a very awkward time in their life. Or to put another way, the literal plot of Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, yep. Very much so.
1: If you're asking, does not liking the show miss Marvel? in the exact iteration that just came out, make me a racist, the answer is yes.
0: Yes, absolutely. And a sexist. And also just having bad taste because it's fucking awesome. It's really good. It's so good. It's
1: really good. And it also, as I was saying, reminds me very much of a certain genre of film that I think peaked... (laughs) <laughs> slash disappeared in the nineties, which is teenagers versus very dangerous adults. Yes. So like I was really into the three ninjas movies as a kid, and the plot, as as with the at least the end of Miss Marvel. Is um, All right, here's this highly sophisticated uh, agency staffed with, you know, career uh, military and law enforcement personnel. But you know what they weren't prepared for? Six plucky kids and yeah. a gymnasium. <laughs>
0: oh, man. <laughs> so,
1: I don't know. I anyway. think we're getting a little yeah, of that sorry. with
0: Stranger Things, too.
1: Yeah. Stranger Things really kind of calls back yeah, to that. very like, much yeah. so. It's one of the things that it uses.
0: Yes. Okay. But anyway, we we'll, well, maybe we'll maybe come back. Back to Keilath, okay. I, I could go either way with either like a Sancerre or like a Chinon or a Bourget, which are the mm. the French Cabernet Francs.
1: Oh, okay. That
0: um, can be very earthy and dirty, as as you said. Uh, then there's Grog. Who I didn't come up with a wine pairing for him because his whole thing. I mean, his name is Grog. I want
1: to, yeah, which is a type of alcohol. Yeah, exactly. I I, I want to point out to listeners that your note for a pairing with Grog <laughs> is just Grog dash, and then I mean dot dot dot. That's it. That's, <laughs> That's it. the note.
0: That's the note. Yeah. Yep. I have. I make great notes. <laughs> ten out of ten.
1: Thank
0: you. Thank you. Uh, I mean, he likes to drink lots of ale, that's his thing. I think, yeah. you know, so so uh we now own two of the dice sets. Oh, is is there a baby?
1: Hello. Hi,
0: Bam. Come in. Come on in. Come on in. Come on in. Come on. Come on. In. Come on. Come on. We need you. Yeah. yeah we need hey, you to Uba. supervise us. Hey. Come on in, baby girl. Oh She did. had such a hard day today. Mm-hmm.
1: Had to get poked.
0: Yeah. She had the the vet. The vet came to our house and examined her in about 30 seconds. Did did jab her a little bit with mm-hmm. a little rabies shot.
1: But, but she was not feeling it. No.
0: Speaking I don't think. She... I think she walked okay. away. Right. So. We've
1: been rejected Yeah. For the moment. Okay. And we're back.
0: And we're back. Um, so we now own two of the Critical Role dice sets. We own the Scanlan and the Percy sets. Yeah. Mostly because I, I liked the way those looked best. Mm-hmm. The the Scanlon one for you, obviously. Yeah, because
1: it's purple and sparkly. Yeah,
0: it's pink and purple and sparkly. And and the Percy one is like translucent purple and black and silver. And that's very me. Um. But, but for the 20 on the D20s, it's a different symbol for each of the characters and I think the one for grogs is just like a tankard oh, as, nice. of of because his whole thing is he 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 just loves ale he just loves it he just loves it so um yeah either I mean if grog was gonna drink anything I mean I feel like grog would drink anything
1: yeah pretty much i think so yeah lots of it
0: lots of it is the pairing for grog right and he's supposed love, to and be... that's, and he's played by Travis willingham
1: right who's also fantastic he's so funny um He's really funny, and he and Laura Bailey are married, right? They are, yes, yeah. and they're
0: adorable. Right. They've got a son,
1: and he's also—he's, I think, the closest in terms of a voice actor who sort of looks like the characters he often plays. He yeah, is a, he's a big lad.
0: He is indeed. He's
1: a muscular, square-jawed, large man. Yeah, and he has in both of these uh, campaigns he plays a you know a large a large manly character yeah
0: he's not quite as large as grog who is we just looked it up giant yes a goliath or a half giant i guess it's
1: interchangeable okay cool i saw it as also known as half giant on the maybe maybe it's the
0: half giant who gets together with all the other half races (laughs) and talks about the how how slutty humans are (laughs) anyway um so yeah he's amazing also like Oh and he's a barbarian and yeah. I want to play a barbarian so bad. They
1: do seem like a lot of fun. Yeah,
0: but I um, want to play a gnome barbarian.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Mary and the barbarian. Mary and the
0: barbarian. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: I I think our first experience of seeing a barbarian was in Join the Party. Um yes, uh, where they had a, a a barbarian robot. Yeah, he's race. a oh god,
0: what's the they're, name?
1: They're called like ready, not ready-made. Um mm-hmm. Artifice, something. He's
0: not an artificer. I think. I think he ended up multi-classing as an artificer. But they're. But, but. they're
1: a kind of like magical robot, mag- magical automatons or sentient automatons. I'm looking this up. Um, who had a literal rage mode button?
0: Warforged.
1: Warforged. There you go.
0: Yeah, that's what they're called. Um, but yes, what? Yeah, what Brandon did was I thought brilliant because in order to rage someone had to hit a button that he couldn't press himself. Right. And so so uh that was really yeah. that was really cool so and that sh- was really funny. Shout
1: out to that brilliant piece of character yes, design. Yes,
0: absolutely.
1: But he's a barbarian, he does barbarian things. He does
0: he's big big burly fighter boy. I don't
1: we don't like this. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. In the first, first <laughs> Yeah. Uh. Um <laughs> Okay, and then this is the pairing that I am most proud of. Okay, and it's for Pike. 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 Played tri- by Pike. Ashley Johnson. Oh, Ashley Johnson, who's amazing. Um, and Pike is, I believe, also a gnome cleric, and she's kind of like. She's the one, she's the most magic-y of the group in the first, I mean, Keyleth, I mean, part of, part of Keyleth's journey of discovery is, is getting, getting more in touch with her magic, but we don't have any wizards or sorcerers or anything like that in the, in the first campaign. So, um, but okay. So I'm so proud of this. So I, at first I was like, Ooh, Pike's definitely a Riesling. Okay. And then I was like, okay, I'm which one? So far. Which one is she? And she's
1: a gnome paladin or halfling paladin? She's no, I mean, a gnome cleric. cleric. Gnome cleric.
0: Gnome cleric. And so then I was like, okay, thinking about rieslings. And then I was like, oh, there's a producer called Lights, uh, in Germany who, fun fact, has been making really good non-alcoholic wine, um, but also makes alcoholic wine. Um, but there's one that he makes called Dragonstone. Oh, it's nice. It's a Dragonstone Riesling. But, okay, so that's fun because that's also Dungeons and dragons Z. Right. Um, and I, Dragonstone would totally be a place that would exist. Isn't and...
1: Dragonstone a place in Game of Thrones? Isn't that... Probably. That's... um. Stannis Baratheon that's where the Baratheons are from, is oh, Dragonstone. Is it? is it? And it's where Stannis' fortress is to okay. begin with.
0: Okay. I believe it.
1: Right. Stannis dra- sucks. Dragonstone? I, I can't believe we didn't
0: Stone. do a Game of Thrones episode. Oh yeah, well. We I did mean... we did a live stream uh that was Game of Thrones themed. That's right. Okay. So and maybe we'll release that as content later. Yeah. But
1: maybe when the internet has has rehabilitated Game of Thrones and we decide to unbanish it because it i mean i've never seen anything vanish from yeah the um zeitgeist, the zeitgeist as fast as game of thrones after yeah. that last season people yeah. had some feelings yep yep for sure and not for unjustifiably sure. so i yeah. would say yeah but yeah fuck stannis he's a cop oh, i hate stannis so much <laughs> he's, such
0: an uh, asshole. he's one of my least favorite characters i mean like he's meant to be he's like lawful
1: uh, lawful neutral i would say
0: I'd say lawful evil. Oh yeah.
1: Uh, a good um, case could be made.
0: Yeah. Anyway, um but so the other reason why this lights Riesling is so important or is so cool is because uh Pike's patron is the Everlight. Oh. So this is lights spelled L E I T Z. Right. But uh but it's like the ever the Everlights. Ever, ever lights. The Everlights. Yeah. I cast dancing lights. <laughs> um, anyway. <laughs> oh,
1: look at the lights. Our oh, dancing. Oh, yeah, this is
0: very good. Okay, cool. So that's that's what I've got for Vox Machina.
1: Okay. It's great. Go watch it.
0: Thank you. Um, I'm going to take a little break here before we start talking about The Mighty Nine. Mm. Um, to just talk about uh, one of my new favorite things to do when I'm involved in a D and D campaign is either naming my character and or if I'm a DM, which I've only DM'd a one shot, but I did this when I did it, is naming everything af- uh, using wine terms or names of grapes. Yeah. Um, because it's a great place to find. <laughs> um, so I'm playing a character right now. There might be a thing that you can, you know, watch or listen to soon who has a who has a vaguely wine related name i'm not gonna i'm not gonna say what that is yet but there's another character that i i want to play i've speaking of coming around on different classes i want to play a paladin
1: oh that's right and um
0: and and i and i named this paladin gavi (laughs) Zalto. and uh gavi is uh is a grape it's an italian white grape Gavi de Gavi or actually it's not a grape it's a it's a appellation the grape is Cortese I believe. And then Zalto is the name of the very fancy wine stemware. Mm -hmm. Um, So I've got two very fancy. They're like $60 a glass, like made all of one piece of crystal. Yeah. Um, So Gubby Zalto is a character that I want to play at some point.
1: Totally works. And it would also work just as well as a Star Wars name.
0: Uh, Totally. Totally. Absolutely. Okay. So. Talking about the Mighty Nine. All
1: right, so and it's nine like the German nine. Yeah, two, the, right?
0: the Mighty Nine. The Mighty Nine. Because one of the characters, Caleb, uh, also
1: played by Liam O'Brien.
0: Yes, uh, talks with a German accent. Yeah,
1: he's still sort of dour and serious, but there's a lot he more is, of a, a humorousness to the character. You like, think
0: so? Because I think I think there's more humor to to Vaxel Dan.
1: Oh, I was ta- I thinking about. Wait, he plays Vaxel Dan. Yeah. Who am I thinking? Oh, Talise and Jaffe, is who plays Percy. Yes, yes. My mistake. They're they're okay, different. Yeah, people. they're both pretty serious, but I do think Caleb, like is in more funny situations.
0: Yeah. He's yeah. like a
1: good straight man.
0: Yeah, he's a good straight man. He 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 like Percy does a lot of the like Emo pouting in the corner thing, which <laughs> yeah. like they've both been through a lot of trauma yeah. for sure. But as you slowly discover, so has everyone. Yeah, and everyone kind of handles it differently. Um, but so again, I don't want to give spoilers, but I do want to start off by saying, at some point in the campaign, a character called Caduceus shows up. Right, and
1: Caduceus,
0: uh, Caduceus, and um, I just wanted to share. A Fun fact if you didn't know this, you know, Tool, the uh, yeah, the, the, the musician, band. the yeah. band, uh, he makes wine hmm. in Arizona, hmm. and his winery's name is Caduceus. Oh, or I Caduceus, had, or, I had no idea. Yeah, That's so cool. It was wi- wildly popular for a while. I don't know if it is now. It's very pricey. I've never actually tried it, hmm. so I can't speak to if it's good or not right. but how, it, how um, it stacks
1: up to coppola's and other yeah, other yeah. celebrity wine yeah exa- producers.
0: exactly um the one who i really want to try is kyle mclaughlin's pursued by bear wines <laughs> That's amazing. yes it's amazing my goal was to get kyle mclaughlin on the podcast it didn't happen
1: one day yet yeah.
0: um <laughs> so uh kyle if you're out there yeah give us a call my phones are open my phones are open. Your phone? Yeah, it's
1: a we're doing a telephone. Yeah, yeah. Okay, great. If everybody in America donated a dollar. We'd have like a thousand dollars.
0: Yeah. Oh man. Okay. So I just wanted to to start off with that, and then, okay, there's one character who I couldn't think of a pairing for. Okay. And so you're gonna have to help me. Okay. And that's Yasha. 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 And another barbarian. She's another barbarian, but she is a, ooh, what do they call them?
1: A, it's an A something.
0: It's an A something.
1: It's again, it's not a seer, but it's something. At anyway, they're like, in the way that tieflings are like
0: pa- Asimar.
1: Asimar, okay, yeah. So in the way that tieflings are part demon, Asimar part angel. Yes. Is how it works. I believe
0: okay. so. And so, okay, so part angel. Ooh, whispering angel could be a good one for her. That's a rosé. It's oh. a very popular rosé. It's an overrated rosé. Um, but it's just because it got so popular. But it's from the same winery that makes the Garrus rosé. Oh, nice! Which I still haven't had yet, guys. I'm waiting for the right moment. <laughs> I'm waiting for the right moment. I don't know if rosé is right for Yasha. <laughs> I think more like a like a Syrah or something. She's very stoic. Mm-hmm. She's also, you know... Ashley Johnson I think has a little bit more of an active um on camera career than the rest of the of the actors of Critical Role. They mostly do voice acting. She does both voice acting and on camera stuff. Yeah. And notably um,
1: she and Laura Bailey are the the two well, the one of the main protagonists of Last of Us and that protagonist's Love Interest. Yes. And it's heartbreaking and amazing. And then it's just so incredibly different seeing them as these I know. These wildly varied characters. Yeah. It, ugh, just uh last of us. Oh my god. I'm trying to get you to play Last of Us. You are and i, I like will. I would like everyone to join me in peer pressuring you Thank to play you. it for I my will. amusement.
0: I will. I will do it. I just need to be in the right emotional state. <laughs> <laughs> um but but yeah, Yasha's sort of a tough one. Right?
1: Yeah, because like, she's got the like, you know, grizzled yeah. barbarian thing. Yeah. Whereas Grog is kind of a jolly, like, yeah, he's I'm a, the dumb one. Yeah, jolly barbarian. What was
0: the quote that you Oh, um, my, you...
1: my intelligence is six. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> That's out of 20. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, but I think, yeah, something like a Syrah feels good for Yasha. But like a Washington State Syrah, not like a French Syrah. Yeah, yeah. Like a fun. like a, something a little smoother, but that's still got the the deepy, the deepy, the deepy darky.
1: The deepy darky. The deepy darky. The hardy, hardy, edgy.
0: The hardy, edgy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Inky, yummy.
1: Yeah, there you go.
0: Okay, um, I feel I feel pretty good about that. We can circle back to that.
1: And I guess you were saying that Ashley Johnson is in and out.
0: Yeah. Like sometimes yeah.
1: another actor will pl- will play as her character just to keep her like part of the group. Well,
0: usually Matt Mercer does the like role playing stuff for her, but I think uh, Travis Willingham like,
1: rolls, for, rolls her for her because her and...
0: he because he knows Barbarian's best. Cuz he played Grog. Yeah. Um so that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Then there is Molly Mock, who is Talison Jaffe's character. Mm-hmm. Um Who is a tiefling?
1: Oh, what was it? Was a blood hunter? Yeah, it was another fighter subclass. Yeah,
0: it's another fighter subclass. Sounds as you were saying, like sounds kind of like witchery. Yeah, very. Yeah, like um, you know, he's got these swords and um, and he's super fun um, and a very different character from Percy Durolo.
1: Yeah,
0: Um, and there's some there's some fun stuff. With, He's like
1: kind of a like a hustler carnival barker type yeah, character. Yeah.
0: And of, and of course you find out more about him as right. as things unfold. But 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 so uh because his name is Molly Mock, I thought of a famous winery from Australia called Molly Duker. Molly Duker. <laughs>
1: <clears throat> hey, uh, guys, can you come up with the most Australian-sounding <laughs> uh, name for uh, uh, Molly Duker?
0: Yeah, Molly Duker.
1: Molly Duker? I, I don't know. Yeah, okay. I can't okay. okay. do your accent.
0: I okay, can't do your accent either. Yeah. Um, but uh, Molly Duker feels right for him. But I'm going to specifically give him the Molly Duker Cabernet Sauvignon. Mm. Wait, um, I think. Hang on. Give me, give me just a second.
1: And Caduceus, while you're looking it up. He's um as a as a character, he's a what is he again?
0: Oh he's a fearbold. A fur a
1: fearbold. Fir- fir-
0: fir- yeah <laughs> and
1: he and, and he's, he's a, a cleric, cleric, I think. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yes. Okay. So yes. So I'm gonna give Molly Mock the, the, the Molly Ducker Cabernet Sauvignon and then I'm gonna give Beauregard,
1: oh. who is
0: the human monk played by right. Marisha Ray. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to give her the Molly Duker boxer because she's all fighting all the time. She's all
1: she's pugilistic. She's kind of she's gruff, but in like a in almost a funny way.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: Like, uh, you know, who she reminds me of is as a character is Rosa Diaz from Brooklyn Mm -hmm, mm Nine-Nine. You know, they have that kind of monotone, very, very, but much, a, very, very much. There's still very much a sense of humor to the character, even if they're playing it straight.
0: Absolutely, and and like Rosa Diaz, she kind of softens up over time right. a little bit. Um, but I think that's a good one for her. Yeah. Um, I I realize if I give I'm giving Syrah slash Shiraz to two different characters, <gasps> but that's okay. It is okay. That can happen. Yeah. It's okay. Um, but I like that one for her a lot. I love Bo.
1: Yeah, so she's a human monk, mm-hmm. um, and then um, who got left? We got okay.
0: So then there's Jester. 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 We love Jester in our yeah. house. We spend most of our time talking like Jester yeah. at this point. Um, <laughs> I'm not afraid of dicks. I'm not afraid of dicks. Uh, that's <laughs> that's my favorite Jester quote. Uh, played by Laura Bailey. Total chaos. Like this character is oh, total God, chaos. Yeah. She's a Tiefling cleric but is like very young supposed to be very young and right. like kind of naive her mom is like a very successful courtesan in the city where she's from right. and jester like played a trick on one of her clients and and got kicked out and Uh-oh. like that's why she's um but
1: and she has very much like a a Will Ferrell from Elf kind of energy. Definitely,
0: definitely, like
1: super enthused, or like Ted Lasso. Yes,
0: like super enthusiastic, um, but also like very wry and
1: right, uh, and a little racy, and a little
0: racy, like very, very, uh, lots of lots of dick jokes and right. Yeah, and there's
1: like a Mel Gibson, or not Mel Gibson Mel, Gibson. Uh, Mel Gibson, Mel Brooks, Mel Brooks. Oh God.
0: Oh, God. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I
1: apologize to all Jews everywhere. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm sorry. For so That's many a things. very bad,
0: very bad mistake I do,
1: And I do it all the time. Do
0: you really? Yeah,
1: I'll be like, I love Mel Gibson. And people are like, he's really anti-Semitic. And I'm like, well, y- oh, oh, no, wrong no. Mel. Wrong, wrong Mel. Mel.
0: Different Mel.
1: <laughs> yeah, Um Gibson sullies the good name of Mel's everywhere. Mm -hmm. Also, Mel's a weird name to have and not be Jewish.
0: Totally, it's like being
1: named like Saul Whitman, yeah, (laughs) instead of Saul Goodman. Right, (laughs) right, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Very strange. Um, but anyway, yes,
1: that kind of really silly but poignant.
0: Yes. Um. So that being said, I think that um, rose champagne. Ooh. is what I would pair with Jessica. Yeah, it had to be
1: something at least a little effervescent. Exactly.
0: It's got to be a little fun, but part of the reason why I chose champagne for her is she's like she grew up very wealthy and she reminds me of of like young women who come into wine stores and are like grab the 150 dollar bottle of rosé champagne and i'm like uh you know how much that is and they're like oh yeah sure cuz money's not an object or money isn't even
1: real yeah money's
0: not real yeah. um so uh that seems like a very jester thing to me but she probably wouldn't like tell the difference between a like 10 dollar rosé prosecco and a 100 dollar rosé champagne i think she just likes pink bubbles
1: yeah, exactly. And I like
0: the bubbles. They tickle like my the nose bubbles and their pink is nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, ah, oh, she's so good. I love her so much. Yeah. Okay, then I have another good one. Okay. Another All one right. that I'm proud of for right. Not.
1: Expectations get high. They're
0: getting high. Everybody um,
1: ba- back in the outfield, back. Yep. Back up.
0: Yep. Um, so she's this calling is the shot. This is This is for Not and um
1: who is also played by Sam Regal, a Rigal.
0: Regal, Regal, I think. Regal, one of those. Yeah. Um, and is a goblin rogue.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And okay, so this is this is uh one of my first Chilean wine references. But there's a company in Chile called Ro- the Rogue Vine Company. I was like, oh, oh well, this well, is perfect. Um, but specifically, they make an orange wine, and I've got kind of mixed feelings about orange wine but i got to taste this one the other day and they call it Hamon Hamon,
1: ham ham which means
0: ham ham <laughs> which is perfect for sam regal because he's such a ham right but also um it it just it just feels it just feels right for not because it's almost got like a little bit of sweetness and not does have a little bit of sweetness yeah. to her and that's
1: like very maternal
0: very maternal like very uh loyal and protective of yeah the people she she cares for that we just learned some stuff. Can't can't deal with it.
1: All the fee
0: All the fee fees. Um,
1: yeah. This D&D show will make you cry. Yeah. Like more than once or twice.
0: Yeah. If oh. you're really paying careful oh, attention. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So so that just feels right to me because it's like both fun and a little misunderstood. Mm-hmm. Um, and like she's a goblin, but she's not like other yeah. goblins. Speaking and... of characters
1: that generate natural antipathy. Yes. Like, you know, goblins are, are much maligned. Indeed. In just about. Indeed. There's no fantasy universe I can think of where goblin means anything positive other than, like, maybe clever or, like, tricksy. Yeah, yeah, But that's, like, as nice as they'll get for a goblin.
0: Yeah, and speaking of anti-Semitism... Oh, baby! And, uh, <laughs> ...in Harry Potter... Oof. Speaking oh, of boy. Mel Gibson. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Speaking of hateful people. Anyway, um, so anyway, I liked that one a lot. Okay, then next... Next, let's do... Caleb, who is a human wizard, right? And as we were talking about, played by Liam O'Brien. Mm-hmm. And he's the a, one, with the, German he's the accent. one with, with the German accent, and he is very, very serious, yeah, and very, very understated. Very he's understood. talking like this, yes. You know,
1: kind of this. His jaw is like a little tight,
0: yes, the whole time. Um, but so I thought of this. Uh, I think Bordeaux is a good one for wizards generally because, mm. you know, wizards are like typically like old men reading, you know, lots of books right. and, and Bordeaux is like the wine of, 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 old, of
1: wine scholars uh, yeah and, and old yeah, white dudes everywhere.
0: Exactly. But there's this, uh, <laughs> there's this new, uh, wine producer in Pomerol, which is one of the, um, one of the crews of or, or of Bordeaux. Or uh, Appalachians appellations of Bordeaux. Ah. It's on the right bank, so it's Merlot based usually. Mm. Um and uh and so this this winemaker called his wine palm and roll. <laughs> like rock and roll.
1: Or pick and roll. Isn't that a basketball oh, thing? Is it I think I
0: think it's meant to be a rock and roll. Oh, rock and roll. Okay. Yeah. Um but but like palm and roll. Um so, so I thought that could be good for Caleb because, like, he should lighten up a little bit. Yeah, you know, like, right.
1: Which is also where like a lot of the humor comes from. Yeah, too. Though. Absolutely. So don't, don't really lighten up too much.
0: Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. But, um, but I, I thought that would be a fun one for wizards generally. Yeah. And I think, okay. And then last but not least, I think is Ford.
1: Ford. Spelled Fiord. Spelled
0: Fiord, but pronounced Ford. Yeah. Uh because and played by Travis Willingham. Yep. Again. Yeah. Which well, uh, is, you know, kind of And this, I believe he is from Texas. This kind of so, Texas accent. Yeah. <laughs> and he's a he's a half orc Warlock. Warlock. Super fun.
1: I'm unclear as to what Fjord's patron is, or who it is.
0: I, I think we're finding it's a, out. It's a secret. Yeah, okay. where we're, I think it's... He's a, I'm he, not going to say who I think it is. He's a
1: half-orc ex-pirate warlock.
0: What a fucking great character. Right? right? Genius. Well, is genius, whose name is Ford, and he talks like he's from Texas. Right. I right. love it. I mean, I just I watched that
1: show by itself.
0: And and we're we are... We just got through the part that is very forced. It's like all his
1: backstory, yeah. yeah. His his uh his character subquest to use the language Indeed. of Dragon Age.
0: Oh yes, um, there you go. Ha
1: ha ha I guess all warlocks or all the mages of Dragon Age are kind of warlocks, if you because th- they don't have a direct patron, but they're calling on the Fade.
0: And mm, Demons yeah, can and yeah. do
1: possess them. Yeah, I guess so. But you can play have...
0: different kinds of mages. Yeah, in, in fact, all in Dragon Age. that's
1: true. But in fact, all the warlocks we've encountered from like D and D media, whether it's YouTube or whatever, mm-hmm. at least that I'm aware of, have been like good guy warlocks. Like it, um, in Join the Party, it's the Undying Light is the right. patron, and it's like basic. Basically, the person is almost like a like a evangelical. Creature, yeah, but, but yeah. without the fire and brimstone just yeah. like wants the un- wants everybody to check out the undying life
0: yeah no yeah. pressure
1: man yeah
0: or... it's very it's ve- that's also very clever yeah, a little
1: bit of a youth pastor vibe definitely going on.
0: definitely which is creepy and yeah the right. less less but...
1: of the horrible things that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that can that can entail
0: right but yeah so okay so for ford at first i was thinking again new zealand sauvignon blanc which naturally could work um but I think, and I wanted um, to use the Grey Wacky specifically, which is a, a producer in New Zealand, in Marlborough. In New Zealand? In New Zealand. Um, <laughs> but they make a really lovely Pinot Noir as well. So <laughs> I think, I'm, I'm not going to I stop. think
1: you're, um, what's, what's the name of the guy who plays Captain Stephen Bonnet and
0: oh Reese Darby, Ar- Reese Darby. Okay, yeah. yeah,
1: we're trading bad Reese Darby. In yeah, <laughs> yes, as yes. Close we are. As we can get to we're Kiwi. werewolves,
0: not swearwolves. We're
1: werewolves, not swear Okay. Um,
0: another day, another duck. <laughs> um, but <laughs> that's Taika that's Tiger I know, but I think I think the gray wacky sub uh, or the gray wacky Pinot Noir is really good for Ford. It's one of my favorite Pinot Noirs, and people don't think of New Zealand as like a big place for. For Pinot.
1: Or orcs as wine drinkers.
0: Or orcs as wine drinkers. I think that Ford has a very refined palate. You can tell. Definitely. He he, uh, as, as, he is a man of taste. As any
1: gentleman pirate yeah. would be.
0: Yeah. And that it's just a very smooth Pinot Noir. And the way the way that Ford behaves is he very, he's a very smooth talker.
1: Oh, you and... didn't want to pair it with one of the wines from Texas where we briefly had a wine membership <laughs> <laughs> out of out of Fredericksburg, Texas.
0: Uh, you know, I could, but I think not
1: but it's not worth your time yeah yeah
0: yeah (laughs) they're lovely it's lovely to go visit there yeah and i think the wine is getting better um but it was very much like through rose-colored glasses we tasted some wines there and we're like this is
1: good yeah
0: i'll join the wine club
1: like no offense to stouts and porters or just Mm -hmm. people who like guinness but like if I'm at the Guinness Brewery in Dublin, I'm going to enjoy that Guinness a lot more than if I just picked up a Guinness from a store. Then exactly. it's just a really thick beer. Exactly. You know? Whereas, And that was the same with our wine. Like when we were there, we were like, oh, we're on this vineyard. It looks like southern Italy it or was, southern e- France. Yeah, you know? it was beautiful. Like, and we're, and just, you know, having a great time talking about it with yeah. the people whose their job rose, is to keep you talking. Their rosé is pretty good. Yeah. Anyway, but, it didn't um, pan out. It didn't
0: pan out. <laughs> Uh, I think I think the 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 Pinot Noir for Ford is a good one.
1: Yeah, um, I like that.
0: Yeah. Okay. I think that's all the main characters. I mean, there's a lot of NPCs played oh, yeah. by Matt Mercer who is just my yeah. god.
1: I have to say, okay, so if I had to pick one NPC to okay. do a pairing with, yes. it would be the the. Th- the three, the triplicate <laughs> yeah, facsimile. Yes. Are they furballs too? I think
0: they might be. But
1: it's like one of—he plays this character who owns a, a shop, and they have this kind of uh, of a uh, of a uh, uh, letter Kenny kind of uh, yeah, or North, North Dakota kind of Canada yeah, yeah, uh, style, yeah. <laughs> you know that kind of Minnesota, eh? Uh, like oh, we're so that'll only be about five hundred gold pieces, and like anytime you need something, like he'll call to his other clone yeah, from the bat. Yeah. And so it's the same character three yeah, different times yeah
0: it's brilliant um, and he and plays the, it amazingly the first time he the first time i heard him do that voice i was like i think i was doing something else because often we'll just have critical role on yeah because you can
1: pay attention and, and you like, can come and in not. and out yeah, yeah you exactly. can
0: come in and out and but when i heard that voice i was like what is going on yeah. and it was uh It's absolutely
1: brilliant. It was like a master class because he's just like up there talking to himself for a good 10 minutes of airtime. And he introduces this whole like bit about this character. And just the Matt Mercer is uh, probably gets a lot of credit and it's not enough. Yeah. I mean, just, you know, he
0: is he is. Between his talent as as a voice actor, as an actor, and as a DM, yeah, yeah, it's like a, insane. Yeah. It's insane. The
1: the writing that just goes on in his mind in, yeah. from second to second. I mean, and, I'm, I know he plans everything out ahead of time. Absolutely, but, but that's
0: part of it, but, too. Yeah, you know?
1: but He's, still just incredible, Like the execution. Yeah,
0: it's absolutely incredible. Because he
1: also plays a bunch of the, the big... You know, heavy NPCs in the yeah. box, Machina animated thing, as he yeah. did in the campaign, and it's just yeah, wow.
0: it's it's incredible.
1: Uh, he's it, also he's it... also by far the most like
0: serious bu- of the bunch. Of yeah, them. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, like well, they'll all be doing a be. bit,
1: and he's like, all right, everyone, focus.
0: I mean, he has to be. <laughs> yeah, no, it's know. his job. Um, he's
1: good at his job.
0: He's very good at his job. Um, uh, if he if if Matt Mercer, if I could pair a wine with Matt Mercer, yeah, <laughs> it would be a Brunello. Because because okay. Brunellas are my favorite, and they're flawless.
1: Yeah, ten out of ten. No ten notes. out of ten. No notes. Yeah, I mean, and also like Matt Mercer is who I would, um, if some if I pitched like, it's this thing where other people play D and D and you just watch. Yeah, and like that concept, I think would make some someone's head explode mm-hmm. as like a studio exec or something mm-hmm. at one point in time. Not anymore, obviously, but I would yep. point to Matt Mercer and be like. Could anyone do that? Which, first of and all, there's, and there's whether or not few... anyone can do something is not an indicator of whether or not it's good. Right. But this is not that. Yeah. This is uh, this is like oh, I get why they pay people to fly out to like San Diego and right. put on D and D seminars for right. corporate people, and he would be like the creme de la creme. Oh, that.
0: absolutely. Like, and and there, and I know that there are a lot of other. Phenomenal DMs out there as well. But there, there's something about, especially like being an actor, watching him both perform and orchestrate the story yeah. at the same time is just yeah. like an utter delight to he, watch.
1: He's also the prime illustration of why an actor who stars in a movie can direct that movie mm-hmm. and actually have it be good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's like the best case scenario for that as well.
0: Well, and and you know, and he's such a you, you know, he, he you have to create this kind of team Environment, but where like the stakes are really high, And he's like always so happy when they succeed, but also like happy when they don't sometimes. Oh, he will and put
1: the screws to him. Oh yeah,
0: absolutely. Um. Okay, I'm now thinking. Just speaking of Brunello. Brunello could be another good one for Yasha.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Um, and I'm thinking specifically of one brand called Valdicava, which I have done a tasting with or I did a tasting with in Boulder at one point because they've got little angels on their uh oh, nice. on their label. I feel better about that than just All right,
1: there you go. Updated. We there leave we that one in, take the other one out.
0: Well, you know you can take it. You can. No, you, can you, you can. You can have both. You can take. it. She can have both. <laughs> she can take it. She's Ashley Johnson. She can have
1: both. Oh my God, um, Ashley Johnson.
0: I know, so talented. Again,
1: I just want to say, Ashley Johnson and Laura Bailey in The Last of Us Two is one of my favorite pair of performances. Pairings. Pairings. It was right there. It was right there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, of any performance in any medium I've ever seen. Period, and I've seen fucking propeller i've seen royal shakespeare i've seen all of these much vaunted and talked about theater groups and mm-hmm. everything and never in my life um and no disrespect to any of the other luminaries but that is just
0: no disrespect to shakespeare
1: no disrespect yeah <laughs> billy shakes no He's... no disrespect wiley willie yeah <laughs> um <laughs> uh, but it is just, seriously i think one of the most heartbreaking and beautiful pair of of stories i
0: have heard ever. i have heard that and i am very excited but also very trepidatious <laughs> to experience it I, it's i mean it is it, it is deserves it is. its it own is. thing yeah but yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. we want. Anyway, it. anyway
1: they're fucking national treasures all of these all
0: of these all of them are national treasures yeah um Okay, so to just close it out, I wanted to uh, share my last Chilean wine that I'm really into right now, which I believe the Rogue Vine Company, um, which I mentioned before, the one that makes the orange wine, I think they work with this grape too. But there's a grape called Pais. Hmm. which has become all the rage in Chile. Um, Chile used to be known more for it. it's like Cabernet Sauvignon and Carminier, which is a very divisive grape. These are like bigger, earthier styles of wine. Chile is now making a lot more like lighter, chillable reds kind of style. And um, one of the the Rogue Vine Company is one of, one of the ones uh, doing that. And also a winemaker named Pedro Parra. Um, making just beautiful, beautiful wines. And so and they work mostly with this grape called pais and a grape called Cinso. And um but I wanted to talk about pais. I've talked about it before on the show, but I thought this was a nice note to end on, um, because the other name of Pais is mission. Hmm. And uh that's sort of what you're doing in D and D. You're going on missions. You're going on quests. Yeah. And uh I think that wine, you can quaff that all day while marathoning Critical Role. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, Your mission,
1: should you choose to accept it? Exactly, exactly.
0: But yeah, I I don't think I have anything else necessarily nah. to, to talk about. I think we covered a lot of ground. Um, I hope if you are a Critical Role fan, you enjoyed this and uh, like, liked our pairings. Yeah. Um, if you're not, I encourage you to check out at least the Legend of Vox Machina.
1: Yeah, and it's quick too. It's yeah. They're what half-hour episodes?
0: Yeah, they're like 20, to 20, yeah. thirty-minute so, episodes. Yeah,
1: sitcom-length episodes, and there's what ten? I think 12? so.
0: They're, and and hopefully there will be more. Hopefully they'll make more seasons. But yeah. There's one. Or like one make season. a Mighty
1: Nine season. Yeah. Or whatever.
0: I hope, I hope so. But yeah, je-
1: animated jester once once they started doing the like animated intro which yeah. first of all I missed the the fresh funky line <laughs> yeah. that they were using yep. but they wrote like a cool song with a, with a beautiful animated um mm-hmm. thing that sort of introduces all the characters and Ashley Johnson and Marisha Ray or Ashley Johnson and Laura Bailey? do the singing for yeah. Um, And the way Jester's character is animated, I'm like, I must see it.
0: Yeah, I know. We we must make it real. And that happened before The Legend of Vox Machina came out. So So there's hope there's hope i bet i believe listen they are not wanting for fans yeah. i think i they're think they okay. fundraised for, for to make the legend yeah. of vox machina and they raised just like millions of dollars yeah. i'm so.
1: i'm sure that the pairing bump will be noticeable yeah for absolutely them. you're welcome
0: and yeah uh, you're you
1: know you know where to send the care packages yeah to. exactly um, and let
0: me know if you know kyle mclaughlin but
1: okay. they're they're doing okay i guess <laughs> i Otherwise, think they're doing fine yeah
0: i Um, well, I think it's time to go watch a little Critical Role.
1: Is it Thursday yet? It's Wednesday. Well, I know, but it's the...
0: Oh, that's the tag, that's the slogan. (laughs) (laughs)
1: There you go. (laughs) Cheers.
0: Cheers. Pairing was created, hosted, and produced by Emma Scherzarko, with music and audio recording by Winston Shaw, and logo artwork by Darcy Zimmerman and Katie Huey. This episode was edited by Emma Scherzarko. Follow us on Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook, and Instagram at Pairing Podcast to keep tabs on what we're up to. And feel free to send us any thoughts, questions, requests, and pairings of your own on our website, thepairingpodcast.com, via email at pairingpodcast@gmail.com, or on any social media platform. Come check us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash pairingpodcast where you can pledge as little as $1 a month and get access to exclusive content, customized pairings from me, live streams, and more. Also, check out our merch store on our website at thepairingpodcast.com slash merch. If you enjoyed the show, please consider leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts and sharing with your friends. Thank you so much for listening to Pairing, where you come for the stories and stay for the wine.